Castro. Hey, what's going on? This is Castro. And this is the third episode with Robert Reniski from Philadelphia Norm, the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws. And in this last episode, we speak on speakeasies and safe injection sites. It's almost the same thing with the safe injection sites. I am not in favor of putting a safe injection site in the middle of a neighborhood. I am in favor of a safe injection site in an industrial area where it can be uh, zoned off away from residential living because these folks will not stop using. And you really, they don't want to stop. And some of them are so badly caught into a disease that they didn't know they didn't know in the pills that they were taking when they trusted their doctors of what road it would take them down, but now they're down that road. So we can't, you can't just turn your back on these people. We need to help those people. We need to, to be there for those people. And by setting up a facility where folks of like-mindedness can get together, where, you know, they're not just going to be a safe injection site. There's going to be medical folks there. There's going to be access to them folks getting treatment. And there'll always be a gateway for them to get out. But right now... We stick them on the streets and we say it's everyone's problem. And, and we're the ones that allowed it to happen by supporting the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, now they're just gentrifying and moving the homeless around. It's a sin. It is a sin. It's just not right. It's not right. It's not fair. These are people too. And these people have families and, and they didn't know it. They, they, it wasn't their fault. This was done by pharmaceutical companies who knew very clearly that when they were testing these drugs on laboratory rats and people, they knew the addictive properties. And all the years that they were selling opioids, just like they do now with cigarettes, when you buy cigarettes now, some of that money goes to help people with lung cancer. You know, they should have taken all the money that went to opioids. They should have always had a, a fund aside for people that get caught in addictions. And we shouldn't have to be talking about setting up safe injection sites. There should be clinical institutions that help these people, regardless of their ability to get insurance. But right now, if you don't have insurance, God bless you. You're on your own. And, and, and it's a very sad state of affairs to just throw these people out onto the middle of the street and let them bob and weave like it's uh, some kind of a Weebles game. It's, 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 it's not right. And we owe it to these folks. So part of being responsible with the legalization of any drug um, is to provide safe haven. See, you don't see that in the cannabis community. People always thought that the cannabis users were right up there with the rest of the drug users, what they find is that the, most of the productive people in this country are cannabis users. But you're not seeing that with these other harmful drugs. So what we see in normal is you can't just look at cannabis. You have to look at the whole picture. And that's why legalization is important. That's why safe injection sites are important. That's why when we talked about even the psychedelic mushrooms, you know, there are some countries in the world that you can buy over-the-counter opioids, you can buy anything you want. You don't need a doctor's prescription, but people aren't abusing them because they just don't because it's always been there and they're educated and they know. It's only when you come into situations where we have prohibition and you tell, as soon as you tell somebody they can't have it, they want it more. <laughs> and please, even to this day, don't try to assume that speakeasies and moonshine are still not around. We still have moonshine and we still have speakeasies for a lot of reasons. Why do they call them speakeasies? Back in, I think it was in the early 20s when we went to prohibition of alcohol, um, the only way for you to get 
a alcohol was either A, to get a medical alcohol card, <laughs> and they really did. You would get an alcohol card, and you would go to a pharmacist. You'd show him your card, and he would give you a pharmaceutical version of alcohol. Uh, nothing different than what you're getting at a state store now, but they also, there were folks that still used cannabis back then, and there were folks that chose to use alcohol, including policemen, firemen, and politicians, and so they developed a, uh, a, a local network where people could both drink and gamble because gambling was also prohibited. And uh, the idea was we would speak easy about them and people would lay low. <laughs> I've heard them called speakies. No, they're speakeasy. It means you lay low. It's an easy, no one talks about it. We know they're there. And, uh, you know, very seldom did they get busted because they were just too much. You see it every so often in the movies, but if you look in the older movies, you'll see that, you know, they knock on the door, there'd be a knock code back, <laughs> and then they let you in. They never, you know, you just don't take away someone's alcohol. You know, people find ways to get it. Um, so that's why you're in, in a unique period of time. So you're going to see the same thing in cannabis. You're going to have speakeasies that are going to become cannabis places too. It's happening right now as we speak. You have one on, uh, on Kensington Avenue, that church that just opened. That guy, he's in a church now, so he'll allow people to smoke in there medically. So there's a church that you could smoke weed in if you have your medical marijuana card. So you could smoke and praise at the same time. I don't think he's operating it as a church. I think he's operating more like a bookstore. Yeah. He, I think he converted it as a church. I don't think it's a, like, I think he's like, he's just like riding under that thing. I forgot his name. <laughs> You're going to see a lot of weird stuff happening. You're going to see an awful lot of weird stuff happening. Wow. Uh, and, and we'll be doing them as well, you know, because medical smoke is important. You need, people want to go out to nightclubs just like they want to drink and, and watch a band. A lot of people want to puff and watch a band. And there's nothing wrong with it, to be honest with you. Um, as long as we're carding people and people are accountable. You know, you have to develop the insurances now for it because even at a bar, when someone drinks, it's still the bar owner's responsibility to flag that person. And if they don't flag that person, the only reason why a bar flags a person is because that person gets in an accident and kills somebody, the bar's responsible. So that's what entices a bar owner to say, yo, that's enough, dude, because my license is on the line. Well, that's gonna be the same thing in cannabis. You know, there's just the insurances aren't developed yet, but they're coming fast. In Colorado and California, they're developing insurances now. But when it comes to marijuana, is there a limit? To my knowledge, not in the smoking side of it. Edibles, you got to be careful that you won't get, um, won't kill you. It'll just be very, very uncomfortable. <laughs> with the concentrates, with your waxes and your shatters, they can be uncomfortable. You know, they can be really, really uncomfortable. They won't kill you. It's really, it's just a, it's, I would call it not pleasant. Some guys like it, um, but you're getting into a, a much higher, higher level plant. Myself, personally, I don't, I don't mess with all the concentrated. I don't even like the, uh, the vapes that people um, are using um, for a few reasons. I don't like the, um, I like the way that God made the plant. Um, and I don't like, uh, I don't like how man has come in and, created this distillation process. So all these cartridges, these waxes, and these shatters are all coming from a distillation process, which I'm not fond of just yet. Hey, that wraps up the interview with Robert Ronitsky from Philadelphia Norm. And in these three-part episode, or three-part podcast, we spoke about inmates smoking, firefighters smoking, police officers smoking, 
uh, getting your medical marijuana card and addiction well as you heard in this last episode uh, injection sites or safe sites and speakeasies so hopefully you enjoyed and uh, thanks deuces Castro